vocal kalimba to accompany my homemade kalimba jam. I know you are. It's 9 a.m. on a Saturday the 20th of March, spring equinox today. Uh, here I am on the New Story podcast. It's me, Rebecca Conran, here with the Energy Report. Um, it's quality content like this that makes them pay me no bucks. <laughs> Jesus, I'm barely awake. Um, I have a big day ahead of me, so I wanted to, and a big weekend ahead of me uh, with different projects. So I wanted to get this report recorded this morning. And uh, I have black tea on a morning, so I don't get those kind of like stimulation, quick stimulations. <laughs> so I'm slowly waking up on this podcast. I'm having a Yorkshire cup of tea, bit of Bit of PG tips, cup of cha, love. Get your eye in the morning, won't it? Because um, I'm a Yorkshire lass, so that is actually how people speak where I'm from. <laughs> um, what the fuck am I on about? Okay, this is the energy report, and uh, I do often ramble on it, so good luck with that. Uh, the energy report is my weekly astrological roundup, my spirit, my kind of intuitive guidance for the week. I feel into the energy, I feel into what's, you know, the astrological transits. I look at the transits. Um, I look at the experiences I'm having, my clients are having. And so it's kind of a collective spiritual weekly data bank, um, the energy report, and this one is for March the 22nd to the 28th. The theme I've chosen uh, as we enter this week, and we are officially in Aries season, we are officially in fucking spring, and I don't even give a shit if it snows again. It doesn't mean it's still winter. We are in spring. Um, yes, it's 50 degrees in the day and like 18 degrees at night, but I'm here for it right now because the sun's shining and that shit is highly motivating to me. The theme this week is when I trust in my innate worth, my anxiety subsides. When I trust in my innate worth, my anxiety subsides. So when we're feeling that anxiousness, this won't happen. What if this won't happen? What if this person doesn't love me? What if this won't work out? What if I don't have money? Um... And then we connect into, but that's not about my value and worth. You know, those are experiences I may be having, but that doesn't mean that I'm not worthy, valuable, or love it, lovable. Then our anxiety subsides because so much of our anxiety is based on not feeling worthy, not feeling lovable. And then we don't feel safe because ultimately what humans are all looking for <clears throat> is a sense of inner safety. And when that inner safety stems from a compassion from the self, a love for self, then we just naturally flow through life's challenges 
in a different way because we have a different perspective. And that doesn't mean that we don't have challenges and that there, we don't have difficulties. It just means that <clears throat> we move through them differently with more peace um, and less anxiety. I don't know what's going on with my throat right now, but um, I just coughed and then recorded over it. <laughs> so you guys don't have to hear me hacking down the phone. Um, this is the issue with the early morning call, with the early morning recording. Okay, when I trust in my innate worth, my anxiety subsides. The tarot this week, a little bit of a difficult card, can be. It's the seven of wands. This can definitely be a card of stress. It can mean that we need to shore up our self-protection and boundaries. Um, it can be about having too many balls in the air and then feeling like the rug is being pulled out from beneath us. That might be manifestation of this card. Doesn't have to be though. We don't need to look at it and be like, oh my God, what the fuck's, how's the ball going to drop this week? We don't know that. Um, but it is about having conflict with others and having to stand our ground in some way. Um, you know, I say this a lot. On this podcast, um, the truth doesn't need to be defended. So you can show conviction and stand up for yourself, but you don't have to defend what's true. You know, it just is. The truth just is. It doesn't need our defense. It doesn't need our explanation. So if you find yourself in conflict with someone and someone is just not getting the higher perspective, sometimes you just have to let it go and walk away. Some battles are, are worth fighting and others just aren't. You know, the biggest advice for this card, though, is that we really need to drop the perfectionism and the control mechanisms of willing our way through life and let life show us what it wants to be. Last week, we talked about the tower card and things falling apart, you know, and that can feel really unsettling. Um, we can have a vision, an ideal vision and desires of like what we want things to look like, but we have to let go of our attachment to the outcome and let the divine flow with what is necessary and needed for our growth and expansion. So yes, yeah, sometimes things feel like they're falling apart, but they're actually falling together in a different way that we couldn't envision through our limited human perspective based on our limited experience as humans. You know, um, we have to ha leave room for um, things to really work out in a different way for us. Um, so it's kind of like, you know, maybe our train of thought is like, what if I never get the, what if I don't get the job I want? You know, what if you do get it? What if you get it? Or what if you don't get that one and there's something better that pops up? You know, always being curious and open. Um, and that doesn't mean just like putting a positive spin on negative experiences. Uh, it just means like really watching where we, um, sort of have a vision and we're so stuck in the way that we want things to look that it becomes difficult to adapt. Um, I learned this the hard way about five years ago when I created this program in New York City for the police uh, department. So for the NYPD and the, N and the FDNY, I created this wellness program that would connect them with practitioners to work on trauma. And my idea was really to like plant healers within these, um, within these, uh, establishments, um, you know, people who were wondering about meditation, were wondering about healing and were wondering about nutrition and things like that. 
um, so that they could then, you know, take their changes back and, and become like a force of that. Uh, I couldn't get any support, obviously. Obviously, I couldn't get support from NYPD, but I couldn't get any support from a lot of people I knew either in the wellness community. So it didn't pick up and take off in New York City. And after working on it for two years, I just let it go. And I was extremely <laughs> bummed about it because I spent a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of energy. Um, but, you know, it it wasn't the right timing. And now here in Mountaindale, um, this next week I'm going to be talking with um, I wanna, some of the local uh, departments here and maybe doing it just for the small precinct up here. And so I think, you know, like what my point is, is that I had a grandiose idea that like I was going to start all of this like healing change in the police about five years ago. Uh, it wasn't the right time. That did not pick up when I wanted it to. But now I get to re-pick up all that work I already did um, and apply it um, in an area that actually is more open to these things. And the timing is right for those kinds of changes and that kind of growth. Um, and so that is really my point with this, with what's going on at the moment. Like we have to let go of how things need to look for us. You know, we don't know how things are going to come around in the future. All we can do is show up moment to moment with what's right. But because of divine timing, sometimes like, Sometimes what feels like a punishment and something not working out is really just the secret gift for the future. And it's important to, you know, pay attention to that and keep that in mind. Um, so be willing to let life show us what life wants to be. Um, you know, whatever is right for our growth and expansion is really going to be what we end up, what ends up happening. Um, so that is the seven of wands. Uh, but watch out for that conflict. Watch out for, you know, needless battles and shit or people just trying to pick a fight with you. I definitely had that last this last week, you know, just like someone just wanting to pick a fight with me. I'm just minding my own business. <laughs> and, you know, um, I just didn't feel like I had to react. And then one of my friends actually surprised me and they and they sort of like stood up for me in this experience and my community kind of rallied around me. And um, so I was really patient with the situation and it really ended up being so loving towards me in the end because I got to feel like a lot of love, um, even though this one person was like trying to be difficult in my life. Um, it ended up that what I really felt was the support of my community. So Expect the unexpected, everybody, and, um, you know, <clears throat> try to prioritize your time because, like, if that's you and you've got, you've got just too many things going on and you're really scattered, like, you really have to focus in, um, especially in Aries season when, we're, when we are feeling really alive, we are feeling really energetic, but we still need to be conscious that, like, where we're leaking energy and how to prioritize time and how to be patient with ourselves. You know, we're not going to do everything, um, right out the gate. Tuesday, the 23rd of March, Mercury in Pisces is going to square Mars in Gemini. So this is like 
probably one of the days when we'll feel that Seven of Wands card the most. It's a tense day for our minds and communication. Squares show us where there's energy that needs to be released. Um, so these are between our action and our minds. Um, these two plant planets, um, when they're when they're squaring, it means that they're not working together in a harmonious way. There's tension, there's conflict, and it's pushing something out of us. So Mercury in Pisces has us thinking and speaking in very idealistic, magical ways. Um, and Mars in Gemini, it's action based in intellect and rationality. So the key point here is that we might have a tendency to try to rationalize magic, and you just can't. You cannot rationalize your intuition. Um, there are some things that just cannot be uh, added up scientifically. You know, um, some things are beyond that. Uh, type of rationality and intellectual capability. And we have to accept that too. Like, can I say the words, we live in an infinite multiverse? Sure. Can my mind actually comprehend what fucking infinite means? I mean, kind of, but like barely. How the fuck do I know? Because I don't have an infinite body. Nothing around me is infinite. Um, so trusting in that infinite universe, multiverse, um, like it's, it's a lot to wrap our heads around. And that's where, um, sort of that Pisces energy comes in, you know, that Pisces energy helps us to imagine and to, uh, expand and to be exuberant and, um, stay open to the magic and the unknown and the vastness. Um, and so like, in a tense square, you know, we don't want to deny ourselves that magic. We don't want to deny ourselves that wonder. But also, Mars and Gemini says, well, we still need to be pragmatic, rational, you know, like we've got to be, um, it can't all be unicorns and rainbows. You know, I mean, I wish it could, but it can't. <laughs> we also have to like take out the garbage and do different shit. And so, um, you know, the messages on this day is we might be being too impulsive in word and thought. There might be a tendency to be really impulsive on this day. Um, we might be bouncing around too fast and need to take time to integrate true messages that are maybe getting lost between the lines because we're moving too fast or we're too overloaded or um, we haven't prioritized ourselves. Um, this could be a day when things might come out in a hurtful way if we're not careful in conversations. We might jump to conclusions or be insensitive um, or we're on the receiving end of those qualities you know, uh, the advice for this day is to really slow down your speaking, slow down your thoughts, be patient in your action. Um, not everything is, at, is as it appears during this transit. And so on this day, around this day, it's not the day to solidify important plans. You know, um, there's a lot of information coming in and we just want to be like aware that like, it's not worth when there's days when the energy is like this, it's like, and we have tension with someone else. We're just projecting shit. You know, it's like, we need to really come home to ourselves and look at like what the tension really is within us. You know, what's really going on? Um, deal with yourself first, deal with your own tension first before 
before dealing outwardly. Um, Thursday and Friday, we've got the Sun conjunct Venus, both in Aries. Uh, I like to focus on conjunctions because they're intense merging between two planetary consciousness. And the keynote with these two personal planets interacting is action. I don't want to call these the horniest days of the year because there's a lot of year left, but these are certainly in the running for high passion energy when the sun and Venus, our identity and romance are both in Aries um, connecting. But unfortunately, as we have a full moon rolling in at the end of the week, it's possible that this conjunction is really bringing up what's missing in terms of physical, tactile love expressions, in terms of... Um, being able to put our self first, our creativity first, um, and feeling our value around our artistic pursuits, feeling our value uh, in general, you know, our identity of being innately worthy and valuable is strained at this time. So, or it could be strained, you know, I think <clears throat> the sun as our collective identity, Venus, our sense of value and worth it can either inspire confidence in us or we can see what we're really identifying with. You know, are we identifying as valuable, lovable, and worthy, or is it the reverse? And if we are letting the divine flow through us, then I think this can be really super positive energy for growth and expansion, as well as aesthetic creativity, money, romance. You know, those things can really be feeling good right now. Um, you know... But if we, if we are feeling blocked from the benevolent flow or detached from it, even though we never can really be, um, if we are not open in a way where we are accepting the benevolent flow, then we actually can use this energy as an opportunity to open up those channels as we move into the full moon. We will be feeling um, that sort of tension to expand things will be pushed out of us so either way it is it is good for us um and you know only we know how we only we know what's going on for each of us so everybody's different you know like for me personally when it comes to money and creativity i have an amazing flow and my biggest challenges have been my personal relationships in my life my romantic relationships and so everybody's different. And I try to just bring the same energy from the parts of my life that really work into the parts of my life that seem, you know, to work less. <laughs> and um, as always, you know, when you spend a lot of time being compassionate to yourself, nurturing yourself, really being so fucking kind um, in, in your inner words and in your inner dialogue to yourself, as well as the way that you treat yourself and your behaviors, um, there is a natural benevolence that just flows through your relationships and flows through life. Um, so this day could go either way, but we know that we've got that seven of ones tarot. We know that we've got the theme. When I trust in my innate worth, my anxiety subsides. So we're just keeping that in mind for the entire week. Sunday, the 28th, we end the week on a full moon in Libra. Venus is also conjunct Chiron. Both are in Aries. Um, so this full moon is really about ridding ourselves of the superficial and superfluous. So we're, we're asked to live in reality. And, and, and again, that doesn't mean to not live with the magic of our intuition and, and of the spiritual. Um, it just means that like 
to be present to the things that are happening in right in front of us in this moment, be in our bodies, you know, to be in our feet, to be in our homes, to really plant ourselves where we are, to be grounded. Um, we're asked to live honestly and genuinely, to do our best, to do no harm, to be compassionate to others, but from a deep compassion for self. But, you know, you don't have to be perfect. You're not here to please others or manage their feelings and experiences. They're here to do that for themselves. You're only here to manage your feelings and your experience. Um, you don't have to be issueless. You don't have to have everything figured out. And this full moon, I think, is really about that. It's like forgiving ourselves for not knowing what we think we should know. Life is learning, and we're all doing that in leaps and bounds. And I think more than anything, you know, just knowing that there's nowhere to arrive to because we're already here, right here, right now, and there's so much value in every moment. Um, there's been so much value for me in every moment of difficulty, too. And by honoring that and seeing the value and seeing your value in those moments, you actually have less of those moments moving forward. It's like our inner resistance, our inner tension, our ability to align with energy that is not healthy for us, that keeps us in places where we've outgrown. Um, so, you know, you're here, you've arrived, you're living your purpose by being yourself uh, by being just you, by living the life you've been living. Um, and when I was thinking about this transit, this full moon, the poem Wild Geese came to my mind by Mary Oliver. And I'm sure at some point on the podcast in the last five years or so, I've, I've, um, I've said this poem. I've definitely written it in my newsletters, but this is the poem Wild Geese by Mary Oliver. You do not have to be good. You do not have to walk on your knees for a hundred miles through the desert, repenting. You only have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. Tell me about your despair, yours, and I will tell you mine. Meanwhile, the world goes on. Meanwhile, the sun and the clear pebbles of the rain are moving across the landscapes, over the prairies and the deep trees, the mountains and the rivers. Meanwhile, the wild geese, high in the clear blue air, are heading home again. Whoever you are, no matter how lonely, the world offers you its the world offers itself to your imagination. Calls to you like the wild geese, harsh and exciting, over and over announcing your place in the family of things. This is such a beautiful poem, you know, like you're never going to arrive somewhere where you haven't had despair and difficulty and suffering. And those things are not things that you need to outrun. You don't have to be a good girl or boy. You know, you are good. We are good. You know, goodness, I think, is intrinsic. Um, I think, like, that's, you don't look at a baby and think, God, you're a bad baby. <laughs> you know, goodness, I think, is intrinsic. And I think it's that, like, we learn these behaviors that really um, deny us our natural state of innocence, wonder, and um, just being. And we have to make sure we don't do that to ourselves as adults on a holistic path. We have to make sure we're not trying to be these purist perfectionists. Like, you know, you're not going to be the fucking guru on earth, okay? Because you're still going to have to deal with 
old Billy Bob down the road who's fucking flying a goddamn Confederate flag, okay? Like, that's not going to happen. We're not here to be perfect. We're not here to um, be um, saints. We're human beings. We're human beings. We've been hurt. We've, we've hurt people. We've lived full lives. And um, while we want to make sure that we do no harm and be in our choice moving forward so we don't repeat those patterns, we don't repeat our ancestral lines, um, you're not always going to hit the mark, and that's okay. It's okay. You're still worthy and valuable. Um, Venus conjunct Chiron on this day of this full moon means that our sense of worth and value it's being triggered by deeper levels of our wounded experiences. So we've all succumbed to insane pressures from the outside world at one time or another. And maybe that is you now. Maybe there's a, you know, the pressures of other people's opinions, their emotions and reactions, their expectations, compounded with our, with our own expectations and emotions, et cetera, can feel overwhelming. And perhaps that can get, that's giving you a false sense of who you are right now. Libra is the sign of the other. So we're looking at our relationships and the mirror that those relationships provide. And, you know, we need to be clear if we're seeing ourselves through the lens of someone else or our, our own lens, right? Are the perspectives you hold about your worth based on inherited ideas? Are they based on things you heard from your parents, your teachers, your peers, society at large? You know, this full moon is about letting go of needing to be liked, needing to be understood. It's about knowing thyself loving thyself, you know, and again, that poem, Wild Geese by Mary Oliver, such a good reminder that um, we're just here to be who we are. And that is totally lovable and worthy. Even if like, you know, you, you, you're not always hitting the mark. Um, I'll tell you what, nothing like driving in my car shows me how I'm not hitting the mark. I'm always like, fuck you and fuck that and get the fuck out of my way. Um, you know, we all have those areas where we have, um, where we see like what's really under, underneath, you know, and, um, and, and that's okay. It's okay. I think it's, we're here to be human beings, you know, it doesn't mean we're not having a spiritual experience. It doesn't mean that we can't have, that we're not having a special, loving, compassionate experience. I think being reminded that it's, some, it's a choice we make, that compassion is a choice we make, um, is such a good reminder for us. You know, it's like it doesn't come easy in this world. You can't just rest on your laurels. We really have to choose love. It's something we have to be continually active in. And I think that's part of our human evolutionary process. I think that the act of choosing and being in our choice and being being and having to choose and like having lots of options and, and needing to decide what's right for us. I think that is actually how we build a better society because it's that repetition that keeps reminding us of where we want to come from. We want to come from a place of love and compassion and, um, and you know, it's active. Love is active. Um, anyway, friends, that's enough rambling for me today. That's the energy report for March the 22nd to the 28th. Um, you can visit my website, www.rebeccaconran.com, R-E-B-E-C-C-A-C-O-N-R-A-N. 
Com for my uh, healing, my remote healing uh, services, my astrology readings, my energy healing uh, sessions. Um, uh, you can check in with that. You can follow me on Instagram at Rebecca Conran or Yin Spiritual Center for my upstate events and my shop, um, my little different art things that I sell and share. Um, and, you know, if you find yourself upstate, come and pop your head in. I'm open on the weekends here at the studio. And uh, I'm just sending you all so much love. Happy new energy year. Happy new year. You know, today is the spring equinox. Um, we, we, we went through so much last year. We know how to live consciously this year, even within the confines of a pandemic and the restrictions of a pandemic. Uh, we know how to live carefully, consciously, and um, but also to still expand, you know. And and um, I think this is this is a good year for us to, like, we've been through so much and we've dropped so many layers of just bullshit that we've been carrying. Um, just enjoy yourself, you know. Find time to just fucking enjoy yourself and have a good laugh with your friends and, uh, you know, lighten the load, prioritize, like get rid of all of the things that are not feeling good to you. You know, if it feels like a no inside, say fucking no, you know, listen to those gut instincts. Um, I'm sending you lots of love. Oh, and I want to thank, thank you so much to our patrons and the people who support this podcast. A special thank you this week to Ryan and Jonathan for their generous Venmo donations. I really appreciate you. If you want to support this podcast, you can send any amount via Venmo to at Rebecca-Conran, uh, or you can become a patron for about $5 a month on a Patreon, which is linked in the show notes. All right. Lots of love to everybody. Happy new year.